This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. From Glory Hole Studios in Redacted. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and... To every topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us... It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome. This is episode 469 of cognitive dissonance, and I will probably be held by Congress for contempt for that opening, Cecil. And do you know how much fucking difference it's going to make when they hold me for contempt? The same as when they held Barr for contempt. Well, It's funny because I looked it up. Yeah. I was like, well, has this ever happened before? Yeah. Yeah. Happened to Obama. Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress. It literally means nothing. Yeah. I read an interesting article. They're like, as life goes on as if this did not happen, this is just a way for Congress... To hold, and it was funny because I read this article. It's like they're holding his feet to the fire. I'm like, you don't hold somebody's feet to the fire if there's no fire. Yeah, if, it's, if it doesn't do anything, then right. yeah, there's nothing. You're not taking anything away from me. You're not grounding yeah. me. It's of no yeah, effect. It does nothing. It's like it's like your dad being like, well, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna be angry and disappointed, but I'm not even gonna mention it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, then it didn't happen, man. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Bar is just like, I can't even imagine something of less consequence. I remember when I was a kid and my dad would start with the, he, all the kids would be like, oh no, don't give us a lecture because the lecture would take forever uh-huh. and we'd much rather get beat than get a lecture. <laughs> and I remember, I remember being like, being like, oh God, I don't, I just, I just hope he just hits me. Like I just hope, <laughs> like I hope he just physically abuses me rather than talks to me. Rather than emotionally yeah. abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it wasn't even emotional abuse because I didn't care what he had to say. When I was a kid, I was, uh, my dad worked as a single parent. Yeah. And so like, I was watched by different families when I was growing up. And one of the families that watched me, like they would, they would, when I would get in trouble, they'd be like, all right, you can, you know, write a hundred times or whatever, you know, I will not lie, whatever it fucking was, you know, or I can give you like three or four swats, right? Oh. And the guy that would do it, um, Norm, he's a big guy with these fucking Mailman is the enormous calloused anger hands, yeah, like yeah. fucking hammocks. Yeah. You know, ham hocks, I should say, not yeah. actually hammocks. hammocks. That would be different. I, that was a very comfortable spanking you gave oh, me. Oh, look at that. I like that. I actually, it's really nap nice. in those mitts of it's yours. It's really nice. <laughs> if it was a sunny day and I had a book, I could really oh enjoy God. this. <laughs> you know, if it's a fall day, give me a blanket and I'll, just, yeah. I'll stay out here all night. But like, and I, every single time I'd be like, same reasoning. Be like, you fuck it. And he'd hit you hard, but you'd be like, that sucked. Yeah. But that's over in 40 seconds. Yeah. It's like, yeah. of the time, I want the SWAT. Did you have a beating in your school, in your high school? No, they never did beatings in school. They did it it in our school that you were allowed to take the paddle over detention. (gasps) I would have taken the paddle every time. I did it all the time. I did it all the time. What was the dumbest thing you ever got detention for? Was your school real strict on that shit? Uh, I would get it. I was always late. So like I would smoke in the, the, I never got caught smoking, 
but I would, I was always late to class because I was smoking. Yeah. So I would get a detention regardless of whether they caught me smoking or not because I was late because I wanted to finish the cigarette. I love the idea that like, because you're late, you have to stay late. Yeah. Like, that's just doubling the late. I don't like, I feel like that's two negatives. Yeah. It's not good at all. Saturday detention, I got a couple times too. I never had a Saturday yeah. detention. Saturday detention. Internal detention, I got many times too. What's an internal detention? Internal detention was they put you in a little room with a bunch of other miscreants and you just sat there all day. And oh, the internal suspension yeah. is what they called that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, mess, oh, okay. I messed up. Yeah. All right. Our school was super like crazy strict. So like you would get everything. The minimum number of detentions was three. Really? Yeah. So like if you got caught chewing gum, you got three detentions. Uh, and like our school was so strict. Like we had a kid. This is a terrible story, but we had a kid get run over by a car playing soccer. Jesus Right? Christ. So this 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 woman... Did you guys build a field after that instead of playing <laughs> on the streets? Like, there's, like a, there's like a ref on the oh. side. He's like, game on! <laughs> game on! Gotta give it to Hit the hell out of that ball. <laughs> no, like, they put guardrails up. I'll tell you, that's what they did. <laughs> Somebody drove on your soccer field. Yeah, the woman had, had, a, yeah, the woman had like a... The, the driver the had a fit. Fuck? She had like an epileptic oh, fit. Oh, no. And she like passed out and she drove through the soccer field oh. and hit a couple of them and killed this kid. <gasps> Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? No, no. And people Did were, she get a detention? No, this is the best part. <laughs> this is the best part. So, but my school was like, everything was like a zero tolerance policy, which actually, because my dad is a zero tolerance yeah, guy, so, yeah. I thrived. Yeah, I was yeah, like, like, okay. You're yeah. not allowed to, so you don't get caught doing yeah, it. Doesn't mean do you it. don't do it. You never, you never, never do it in front of somebody. Right, right. So like I was mostly fine. Occasionally like chewing gum or some stupid shit, you know? But like you couldn't do any public displays of affection. So no hugging, no hand-holding, no kissing, nothing that they would call a PDA. This kid gets fucking run over. And people are in the hallway and they're sad and they're crying and they're hugging. <gasps> Shut up! And they're fucking writing them Gr up. Grief hugging? They're grief hugging. You can't get, you got Right up. You got detention for grief hugging? For grief hugging. <laughs> I wasn't even sad, but some girl I knew wanted a hug. And I was like... Yeah, I'll give you a hug. Uh -huh. Like, I'm a freshman. I will. Like, I'm touching a girl in any way. I will like, capitalize on this person's death. <laughs> like, I don't know the girl. Like, I fucking, you want I Like, the people are just sad. I'm like, hugs all around. Uh, I'm a fat kid. I'm jolly as fuck. Rotovirus, rubella, smallpox, tetanus, chicken pox. So even if vaccination did cause autism, which it fucking doesn't, anti-vaccination would still be bullshit. This story comes from cron.com. I love the Houston Chronicle. Cron. <laughs> it sounds like something it sounds like something out of like the Avengers Endgame. Like they have to fight Cron right. <laughs> in order to make sure that they could get the soul stone or whatever. Like when they were just buying this website, they were like, should we call it Houston Cron? No. Just call it Cron. <laughs> Kron lives here now. <laughs> isn't, it a, isn't that a movie where people could see in the future like little centaurs or something? And the guy, no, that's Krull. It's a different movie. No, it's a that, different movie. Isn't that the one where they like, they live inside a computer and they shoot like oh, no, that's laser different. frisbees that's at each other? Or laser frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> and they drive around on space bikes <laughs> and they cut each other off and they explode. <laughs> we also call that the Dan Ryan. <laughs> That's a Chicago oh, joke. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, God, that expressway is scary. Oh, my God. <laughs> I drove by it today. I drove by it today. The on-ramp was stopped for three and a half minutes. <laughs> and I got in the other lane. It just kept going. I was like, I guess I can't get off here. I don't know. I'm just going to keep driving. They did all this uh, crazy construction this winter. And like, I would come into the city for a thing. And then you'd go to leave. 
and you'd have to get on to like, <laughs> so Chicago, they, Chicago did this great thing with all their expressways. So they, there's like four expressways that all like mush together. Yeah, in the circle. In the, it's a circle. Yeah, yeah circle and it's interchange. Utter madness. It's the nuttiest fucking way to do it too. It's just like, hey, can we get everybody downtown and then intermingle? What do you say? It'll be like a big party. So what if we had one expressway? Well, that's a lot of people. What if we had two? No, it's a lot. Uh, what if we had four? We and had we put four? them all in the same place. And we made them go in a circle. It's like one of those awkward dances where uh, where, <laughs> where the Eisenhower asked the Dan Ryan for a dance. <laughs> so like they did all this construction. Everything's all fucked up. And so like I want to get from like 9094 to 290 and like where it have me merge, you have to get over like four legs. Like, you oh, merge yeah. Yeah, 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 in like yeah. a 15 yeah. foot merge. Oh yeah, yeah. And you have, then, to, you have to essentially turn your car perpendicular <laughs> to the lanes and drive across. And then, then you get on it. Like 290 is like no merge zone. There's no merge at all. So you just close your eyes, hit the gas and wince. Like that's all that you do. <laughs> right. To get through like, oh God. It's so funny because that the Eisenhower, when you merge there, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's an on-ramp for it that's all blocked so it's all blocks it's like you're basically you're basically in the pit area yeah, yeah. for like a, a slot a stock a, a stock car yeah. right it's like a pit area there's nowhere to go and then the the merge entrance is 25 feet yield sign <laughs> And you're like, 25 feet yield, yield what? sign. Yeah. What? So, yield, yield, how would I do that? I don't even know how to do it. I don't like, I feel like that's a command I can't follow. Like, it feels like, it feels like I'm murdering juice for the Nazi army. Like, I can't follow that command. Well, you can't. Okay, oh, never mind. Yeah. Well, we had a whole Nuremberg thing about that. We I mean, really can't. So. Kron says. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. I don't either. I don't care. All right. Texas lawmaker calls vaccines sorcery. <laughs> Shut the Verbally up, attacks man. prominent advocate. Shut up. Oh, my sorcery? God. Sorcery? Okay. You got to scroll because you got to look at this guy okay. real quick. So this is Representative Jonathan Strickland. Uh, shock, guys. Hold your fucking horses. He's a Republican. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would have thought? Anyway. Uh, he looks like he should have gotten the obesity vaccine <laughs> like a long time ago. He needs ago. to go back to men's warehouse because that thing doesn't look like it fits very well. It thing doesn't look like it would fit anything I, well. I tell you right now, if they sold that to me, I would not like it. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what happened is this vaccine advocate, doctor, by the way, doctor, doctor. Uh, Peter Hotez, maybe mispronouncing that, um, he posted some stuff online. And as a result... A Texas legislature, this fucking Jonathan Strickland guy, tweets back to him. He says, you are bought and paid for by the biggest special interest in politics. What? Do our state a favor and mind your own business. Parental rights mean more to us than your self-enriching, in quotes here, oh, Jesus. science. We got to take that one apart. Okay. All right. The biggest special interest in politics is the vaccine lobby. Like the pause and think about the special interest in politics. I think we can go from the top, right? Yeah. So I was thinking about this. Okay, Russia, number one. <laughs> uh, I wish want, I were kidding. I want to laugh, but I it's know. like true at this point. Okay, yeah. all right, Russia. Yeah, China's uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, there, China, so, yeah. Saudi Arabia. But okay, fine. Outside of foreign national interests, yeah. which really control our destiny. So outside of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's it's, uh, it's literally happening, no, it's, it's and we're like, what, what we're all fucking world? doomed. Uh, oil, like we're saying, the vaccines are bigger I know, right? than oil. I know, right? Like oil like is oil. Yeah, yeah. yeah oil smaller. Oil's it's just smaller. It's, it's grassroots. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, media companies. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's okay. weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, vaccines definitely. Yeah, vaccines breaking. shoot right up to you the remember, top. You remember, I'm curious, Cecil, do you remember the last vaccine that you had? How long ago it was? It was a while ago. I um, mean, it was because I was traveling somewhere and I don't remember where it was, but I was so traveling and they needed to get I got a host of vaccines after I got meningitis because they're like, you should try not to get that again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, huh. they gave me a bunch of booster vaccines sure. and stuff. And I had a tetanus vaccine. I caught myself. They're like fucking free, by the way. Yeah. They're free. You don't pay for them as a person. Your insurance company picks them up. Yeah. And your insurance company doesn't pick them up because they're expensive and the insurance company feels real good about doing that. Yeah. It's because they're fucking cheap and preventative. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy <laughs> like, to me. Like, I love their stance of like, follow the money. It's like, all right, I'll follow it and see who pays for it. Well, typically private insurers pay for it. Well, what do private insurers pay for? They pay for cheap things with high returns. Yeah. Right? A cheap thing with a high return is a vaccine. Makes sense, right? It's fucking cheap. And the Makes return sense. is, I don't have to pay for your fucking measles. Yeah. Well, measles, your possible hospital stay. Right. You know, we got a message from somebody uh, this week that said that measles, when you get it, it fucks with your immune system for up to three years. Right. Like it can make basically make you immunocompromised for three years. Yeah. Do you think the the... The health insurance company's like, oh, yeah, well, that sounds like a good idea. It wait, seems wait. like we want a bunch of people that are going to go run around, get super sick, and charge <laughs> us. Like, you're basically giving me a, give them a credit card at that point. <laughs> You'd be like, go buck wild. Hey. Here he goes, your first week of college. <laughs> Take daddy's black Amex card. Exactly. Have a good time. It's, but it's ridiculous. It and, this, and this guy, this guy is, when he, when he says, it's parental rights, and you're just like, yeah, what, say that to the kid who's immunocompromised, who can't get the vaccines. Like you, when, when you were young, yeah. you, were, you were allergic to eggs. You couldn't right. get the vaccines because there was, you know, they put them in an omelet yeah, back then cold. or whatever. <laughs> but in any case, you couldn't get them. Right. Well, say that to say that to Tom's dad. Yeah, right. Say that to Tom's dad. It's my parental right that your fucking shitty kid got measles. <laughs> like, are you kidding to me? To be fair, I would have deserved yeah, it. Well, I would have deserved it. But, and it might have rendered me yeah. sterile, which would have changed my life. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Changed your life. <laughs> but I, mean, I won't say that out loud, but actually I just did. But anyway, so, but, but the thing is, is like, like it's, it's, it's this stupid idea that somehow it's your right to, um, to let your kid be a fucking plague rat. Like, <laughs> That's not your right. Like, are you kidding me? Well, you know, if I, if my kid, I have a right as a, yeah. I love the idea that as a parent, you have like an ownership right to your kid. Yeah. No, you have a puppy. Let me, let me like, like, let's just lay this out. Like you have no right at all. Yeah. What you have is a set of responsibilities, which are yours to discharge, uh, to care for these right. human beings. Right. right. In a way that's not only, you know, reflects the responsibility you have to that individual, but also reflects the responsibility that that individual has to society, which you have to discharge for them until they're of an age that they can discharge right. that responsibility yeah, themselves. Right. Yeah. It's, you have no rights to your kids. It's, it's not, you have yeah. no rights. That's a, you have a responsibility. It's a bad way to think about it. It's a bad way right. to think about it. I love, too, this, this other part of this same tweet because it's wrong on every sentence. Do your state a favor and mind your own business. Says this guy to a doctor. This guy... To a doctor, right, it's like, right. hey, doctor, hey, that does this guy whose business this is <laughs> literally your business. There's no way yeah, that providing yeah. medical advice yeah. is not the business of a doctor. It's not telling you how to fix your TV, right? Yeah, exactly. He's telling you how to keep your kids not Mind sick. Your own beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you kidding me? It's crazy. 
And I love that he puts science in oh, quotes oh, uh, so uh, more good. than your. It's so good. Science. The whole thing is just num num num. Uh, like it's all just like you are a fool. Do you remember we were having a conversation <laughs> about qualifications for office? <laughs> and you're just like, you see this guy, and he's like, you and your science. And later on, he's going to call it sorcery. And you're just like, we've gone in under 60 years <laughs> from amazing vaccine that can prevent hundreds of thousands of illnesses to what's with that book of shit? <laughs> I know. Like, this is our reality, I man. Want it this to is be. the now. I know. How is that possible? You know, qualifications for office. You shouldn't look at science and be like, uh, throw a bone at the monolith. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening, man? You shouldn't you be just like a little bit up on the times and be like, oh, you know what? We figured out vaccine, what, 60 years ago? Oh, okay, yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah, you know what's crazy is that you kind of, you alluded to this last time we recorded, and by alluded, I mean you fucking said it, but I'll just iterate your yeah, much right, better right, stated right. point. But it's amazing how like, Back when the diseases we had vaccines, we were creating vaccines for were rampant. Yeah. People were literally standing in massive lines to get it. Desperate to get, to get, it. get, to get right? this. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to get that because my neighbor got that and now their house has got an estate sale sign. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and yeah. now it's like, well, nobody I know has it. So it's not real. And magic is a thing. And anyway, <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my fucking God. You want to take this guy and just carve a horcrux into his face? <laughs> You're talking about a disease that is rampant in the world. That is an awful, shitty thing to get that can put you in the hospital. They were saying 9% of the people who contract it go to the hospital. It's 90% virulent, meaning you, you go into a room and there's a 90% chance if you've never had it before, you're going to get it. And somehow this twat thinks, oh, it's like sorcery. This is the guy. This is the fucking guy from Waterboy. It's, like it's, yeah. it's like, well, mama said gators are ornery because they have all those teeth and no toothbrush. You're just like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Why are you a legislator? How does that work? Well, I, admittedly, the bar is lower in Texas. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> How does he fit under it, though? Bar. You see the size of him? You can't get under that bar. So the, the doctor, uh, who I want to emphasize is a doctor, also a PhD, by the way. He's got an MD and a PhD. Uh, he says he doesn't take a dime from the vaccine industry, and that he's a Texas oh, pediatrician Jesus and Christ. scientist who develops neglected disease vaccines for the world's poorest people. Oh my God. Like, he's not even just a regular, like, yeah, no. MD. Yeah. He's like, hold on, just a cotton-picking moment here. <laughs> like, if this is anybody's job, right? it's this guy's it's job. It's this guy's job. This guy is like... Yeah. The poster child for that's yeah. my fucking this job. This is the guy who they call in and be like, can you defuse this bomb? He's like, I built that bomb. Yeah, right. I made that bomb. I invented that bomb. I wrote the wiring schematic for that bomb. I know exactly what's happening. That's the guy who walks up to the bomb and like, cut it out. Yeah. And it just stops. <laughs> it's just the bomb's like, fuck. Heal. <laughs> Go lay down. So here's the here's a Twitter exchange because that's the world we oh, live yeah. in this now. Is, this is great. This is your favorite part of the show. We get to retweet. If... Wow, that's impressive. From a this is from the doctor and PhD, which is the same thing, but you know what I mean. Uh, wow, that's impressive. From a member of the Texas House of Representatives, sir, as you know, I don't take a dime from the vaccine industry. I develop neglected disease vaccines for the world's poorest people, and as a Texas pediatrician scientist, it's most certainly my business. And this fucking this is amazing. Yaki doc this is from amazing. This is amazing. Texas says, make the case for your sorcery to consumers on your sorcery. own dime. Make the case for your sorcery to consumers sorcery. on your own Sorcery! It's a vaccine! They don't wave a wand in front of your face and be like, you don't get measles now. 
They inject you with something. So I love every every part of the sentence. Make the case for your sorcery to consumers on your own time. Okay. It's Twitter. Yeah. It's everybody's dime. Yeah. It's nobody's dime. No, yeah, there's no what dime. What on your own dime? Yeah. Like, what? It, like, am I yeah. using, is he using public funds yeah. to tweet this to <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, is he at an internet cafe or something? What's going on? Then he has a full period. Yeah, full period. Then he has this sentence, and I want to read this yeah. sentence just on its own. Sure. Like every other business. Mm. And I'll read that because that's not that a means. sentence. That's that a fragment, uh, which they means. teach you in fourth grade I don't not know to what, write like I that. I don't know what that means. Yeah, though, you even. don't because it doesn't have a subject. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we gotta send it back to fifth grade. He's diagramming his tweet, and it's just like, I suck at this. I shouldn't have gotten to a talkie job. Uh, Quit using the heavy hand of government to make your business profitable through mandates and immunity. It's disgusting. No, if if you get immunity out of the deal. That's why we have the vaccines. Yeah. Mandates and immunity sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah, I will mandate immunity to if somebody said. Tom, I am going to mandate that you are immune to diseases. I'd be like, that's my favorite that sounds, mandate. That sounds like the best. That's the one I've been waiting for that one. Unreal. This is this guy believes storks bring babies to people. <laughs> like, this is a fucking idiot. Oh, uh, my God. Jesus Christ. That guy's in politics. How is that possible? He's a decision maker for the people. How is that possible? I love the idea, too, that he's a representative, which means that there are people that are like, that's my guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. I love the way he stood up to big pediatrics. <laughs> what the f Investigate 311. Is not a All right. So this is kind of a two-parter. Uh, first one's from Right Wing Watch. Falwell urges Barr to prosecute those who launched Mueller investigation. So Jerry Falwell Jr., he is the a uh, monstrous adult son yeah. of yeah. Jerry Falwell. Yeah, they didn't. The, the apple didn't fall far from the tree no. when it comes to monsters. Yeah. It here. turns out incest yeah. makes that tree smaller. <laughs> it gets the so branches the all just the branches just merge <laughs> together in this weird super branch. It's very strange. It's all stunty yeah, and low very to the ground. Strange. Yeah. Um. So Jerry Falwell Jr. Um. He, he appeared on the Breitbart News. And he said he's doing everything to help the middle class. The average American. <laughs> Trump is, right? Trump yeah, is? This okay. is what he's saying Trump is doing, yeah. Uh, that's why he got elected. That's why evangelicals support him. Oh, Jesus. Because most evangelicals are average Americans and not part of the elitist establishment. Oh. I'd like to read this between the lines. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's why he got elected. That's why dumbasses supported him. Because <laughs> most evangelicals are dumbasses and they're not educated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you're just saying, like, they're not part of the elitist establishment. What they're saying is, like, they're not a bunch of book learning They guys. don't know them fancy words you're using. Right. Yeah. They didn't go to one of them yeah. colleges or universities. Well, and, and again, we've, we've shown many, many times on this show that these people are too, they vote against their own interest all the time. Yeah. We talk about, you know, talk about Trump's, you know, this amazing thing he's doing for the middle class, right? First off, they didn't tell anybody that they, how they were doing this tax cut. Tons of people got fucked because they treat income tax like their own personal bank account. And so tons of people got fucked because of the income tax. Oh my God. That, it, Chad, that, that, that was fucking a, a disaster buckle, yeah. right? Then you talk about the tax cuts that he's making, right? So if he makes a bunch of tax cuts, is the are there more jobs? Is the economy doing a little better? Yeah, sure. When you shit, basically shit a ton of money into the economy, 
it gets better, right? So like there are, there has been more jobs that are being created. Now, does that mean that those jobs are worth having? I don't know, right? And that's, and there's yeah. other, other metrics that you can use to determine that. But, you know, if you're looking at raw jobs, yes, it is absolutely true. There are more jobs and there are jobs being created and the, in, the unemployment rate is lower. That's absolutely true. Now, does that mean that those people that are employed are off of, off of public assistance, that those people are um, thriving, that they have time in their day to do other things? You know, is it eight hours of work, eight hours of leisure, eight hours of sleep, or is it 16 hours of work and try to sleep when you can? Yeah. You know, we don't know. I don't know what those, what metrics you would be looking for, but I do want to say- that when you shit money into the economy, it does for a while get better, but there is going to be a reckoning. What's amazing to me that like W did the same thing, right? Everybody gets $300. Here's $300. Hee hee hee. $300 for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Go out and buy and one of those flat screen monitors. You can take this $300 and we'll take probably some of the poor kids and send them to Afghanistan. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> $300. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah, say, right? we're going to send them all over where they're going to find those weapons of mass destruction eventually. And if they don't, then we'll in, just keep invading things. Yeah, anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> pay no attention. Around. So, like, he shits money into the economy, which is a big government. Yeah. That's big government big intervention government, into the economy. Government. That's not free yeah. market. Yeah. Then the Trump tax cut. It's a pathetic tax cut. It's a tax cut primarily for the wealthy. The tax cut for the middle class was virtually just non-existent. Pathetic. Yeah. Most people didn't feel the effect on a two-week, bi-weekly paycheck basis. They felt the effect for sure when they filed the refund. At the end of the year. And they were like, well, I normally get a refund. And like, well, instead, you got $12 more every two weeks. And like, I didn't didn't even notice that. So like, people are not thrilled about that. The deficit, which they scream about under Democrat spending plans, the deficit is soaring. Soaring. Absolutely fucking going through the roof. They only care when it's the other side that does it. Right, right. Right. It's, it's, It's all bullshit. The whole thing is complete bullshit. The Trump tax cuts were a fucking disaster and nobody likes them. Yeah. Like nobody feels well, like, except for the ultra There's wealthy. a few people that like them, the I'm ultra, sure. Yeah, the ultra wealthy is who they were designed to Im- to, to embedder. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It says here, it says, um, speaking of the two-year investigation that yielded the Mueller report, Falwell said that he hoped Attorney General William Barr would go after people responsible for, quote, probably the greatest scandal and abuse of power in American history, end quote. Go after them, right? Mm-hmm. To go after them. And I don't know why this would, this would, first off, I don't know why this would surprise anyone because when we were watching the debates and we were live tweeting the debates, there was one or two times where he specifically said, I would investigate you. You'd be in prison. Right. Yeah, they, were, they were big crowd moments. Everybody loved it. They're still chanting, lock her up. Which, right? I don't know how this surprises right. you. Right? I don't know how this yeah. is a shock. This is not a shock. This is this is just business as usual. Right. This is exactly what he was hoping to to have to happen. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't looking for anything else. He's and Falwell is just like one of the rest of the guys that follow Trump. They they all think that, you know, when somebody investigates you, we you you can just go after him. They don't retaliate. realize, yeah. they don't realize that there's already a mechanism in there, right? For example, if if Manafort, it turns out all the evidence was fabricated against Manafort. We find this out in a year. Manafort leaves jail, gets exonerated. Now he can sue the government because they wrongfully convicted him, right? This happens to people when they're exonerated from murders or other crimes that they clearly, like DNA evidence clears them right. and, they, and we force them to spend many years in jail. Those people sometimes have compensation that they get after the fact, 
sometimes that compensation's offered. Sometimes they have to sue for more compensation because they're like, we'll give you a buck a year. How's that? Right, you know? Yeah. But the, some of those people get windfalls because they spent 20, 30 years of their life in jail that they're never getting back. And now the government has to, you know, pony up. There's already an avenue to try to, to make, make things right afterwards. Nobody was, nobody was can, like Trump. Trump's going to go after who? What? They didn't do anything. They just talked to people. What are you going to go after him for? They talked to people. They did an investigation. How are you damaged by that? Yeah, it's like if every time the police investigated somebody and didn't convict them, it'd be like if that person got to go and be like, well, I, you know, now because I was a suspect in a crime until you found out it was the other guy, now for the inconvenience of being a suspect in that crime— now I get to, you know, yeah. file suit against the guy. Get the fuck it's out of here. It's fucking stupid. How the fuck you get? Otherwise, what you're asking for is arrive at a conclusion and back it up. Yeah. And if you were 100% scot-free and didn't do anything, then everybody who started the investigation that was that was calling for it in the, in the media, called the Democrats, they'd look like idiots. Yeah. They'd be like, uh, you, that would be the best comeuppance ever. But instead, you were shady. Yeah. And there was a lot of shady shit that happened. And there's a lot of shady shit in that report. And there's a lot of bombshells in that report. And it, you know what? If you're going to go after them for pointing that shit out, that's bad shit you did. Right. It's not like not like anybody forced you to do that shit. That's shit you did. And if you're mad at the fucking FBI, you're pissed off at uh, the FBI, you know what you do? Why don't we just put them on administrative leave for a week? That's what we do when they shoot somebody. <laughs> I know. So why don't we just do right. that, right? Why do we paid administrative yeah, leave? Yeah, let's do paid administrative leave you for a week. You shot that guy. Go on vacation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? I'm so mad you get a free week's vacation. You need to go to the Cancun. That's where you need to go. You know, you go to Punta Cana and think about what you've done. Can you go get your groove back? <laughs> I have a photograph of Falwell uh, having fellatio with the sheep. And Mr. Fartwell is a liar, a glutton, Mr. and a sheep of fire. My client's name is Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell. That's what I said, Jerry Fartwell. So this story comes from CNBC. Trump fixer Michael Cohen says he helped evangelical leader Jerry Falwell Jr. handle racy photos. So we just Wait, covered a story. He handle them? Like he just they stood there and he's like, okay, I'll hold them for you while you Can jerk you off. Like what is it? He's got to handle them. <laughs> I can't see him. I need both hands for the job I'm about to do. <laughs> I got to stick. I got to fist my, my own ass. <laughs> Not because my dick's that big. And squish my own balls. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to need a hand of yours if you don't mind. Can you come in here? Can we uh, yeah. phone a friend? And I'm going to need, need that chick from... Uh, from that Mars Attacks movie with the tr with the three tits. Too, or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't Mars Attacks. Whatever that uh, Mars movie. Yeah, Total uh, Recall. Total Recall. Total yeah. Recall. <laughs> I need her in here too. Very specific. <laughs> My kink is very specific. Uh, so this story is pretty much what it says. Like Michael Cohen says that he helped Jerry Falwell Jr. deal with some racy photos. Photos that were described as the kinds of photos that a husband and wife may exchange. And I thought, like, I've seen Jerry Falwell Jr. There is no photo that man should ever be taken. How long has he been married to his wife? Do you know? I don't know. 1987. You know, I was married in 2000. Yeah. Uh, before the advent of sending people photos that were racy. Right. right. Before that was a thing that you really did. Right. I don't know that I've ever exchanged a racy photo <laughs> with my wife. Because, like... I'll just see her later and we'll have sex. Like, it's not like, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't need it. I'm like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I like, I can understand if like you, you met recently or something. Right. Like I get it. Yeah, it makes right, sense. Yeah, right? right. Like there was a time and maybe, and maybe that, maybe that continues on. Right. But I'm telling you right now, like, <laughs> I was married 
13 years after this dude. Right. And there's, you could look through all of my phone. <laughs> you could look at all our, all our messages are like, are you going to pick up milk? <laughs> like, it's not, it ain't, it ain't like, are you going to put it in my butt? Here's a picture of my butt. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's not that, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's, and are it's you not. Are going to put milk yeah. and put it in my butt? Are you gonna, uh, that feels weird. I don't, the carton is milk. It's what's for dinner. It does a body good. <laughs> But you know, like, like the thing is, is like, like I have a hard time believing that is all I'm saying. I have a hard time believing it. Now oh, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying, yeah, ah. I'm not saying it's ubiquitous that this somehow maybe, right. maybe they've embraced technology, Tom. <laughs> maybe they spend so much time apart that technology helps them get together. That's a possibility. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a possibility. For sure. I, I'm dubious. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think that they were not his wife. I will say this. I think if it's your spouse and somebody gets a hold of those pictures and then you somehow need a high powered attorney. What do you need an attorney for? Like, like that, unless it's like a cease and desist or the something. The worst case, right? somebody's going to do is a porn site or something. Right. Like somebody going to like embarrass you, be like, I got a naked picture of your wife. Be like, first of all, we fight now. Like, yeah. I don't know how that Well, happens, and also like, like, we saw what? a picture of his wife and I don't know, I certainly wouldn't be embarrassed. I would well, be like, uh, right. she's, I've been married to her since 1987. She looks like she's just out of high school. <laughs> so I must've married her as a zygote or something. I don't even know. I'm gonna marry a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you need an attorney for? I don't even know what, what you need happening? an attorney for. What what moral upstanding yeah. thing is happening? What do you have? What right? do you do? And the thing is, we're like, like, oh yeah. my god, I got to do this. I need an attorney. The thing I hate about this story is Michael Cohen. I hate Michael Cohen. Do you? I just hate that guy. Why? I don't know. Like, I just feel like I feel like, you know, I understand, you know, if he's gonna if he's gonna turn state's evidence or whatever to get himself out of trouble. But I just look back at all the time that he was complicit. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. You are complicit in a lot of shit that fucked the American people over. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't fucking care about you. You were shitty before you got caught. Then you got caught. And now you're like, a real story. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't like you. I don't care. You know, I mean, I, I do care that you've come, you brought truth out into the world, at least, you know, like stuff that's been verified, truthful. You've brought, but there's other stuff that he said that, hasn't come to fruition. So I don't even know what to believe that he has to say that yeah. somebody doesn't vet for me. Yeah, I guess I guess I understand what you're saying. Like if any if any change in conscience only comes about after yeah. you've been caught, you never care. You didn't give a fuck. What you didn't want is to get caught. Yeah, you didn't care. Right. So the, this guy you can't tell me that the cathartic moment is yeah. the is just happens to coincide with the moment of getting caught. This right? guy is following Trump around on his knees, waiting for Trump to finish on his face. Right. That whole career, that's all he's doing. Yeah. And then Finally, he gets busted and he's like, you had me enthralled. Fuck off. He didn't have you enthralled. You just like to fucking, you like the power it gave you and you like the fucking paycheck. And he does come off too. Like, I kind of agree with you now that I'm getting mad and talking with you. Because he does come, because <laughs> he comes across in the press as this sort of like yeah. sad fucking oh. droopy dog victim yeah, guy. exactly. But droopy he was dog. like, he does. He's got he this. He like me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> but he I'm was. getting very mad. He was the badass conciliary heavy guy, yeah, right? That's what he was. Yeah. He was the guy that intimidated other people. He was the guy that swung his fucking dick yeah, around. Yeah. So this idea that he's like, oh, I just felt like, no, 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 no. Because when you had power, you used it and you abused it and you like, you intimidated the shit out of other people. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I have a hard time being like, but then I got intimidated right. too. Yeah. And I feel so bad now. Yeah. What the left fails to understand is that vaccinations are a personal liberty issue. Okay, great. Let them go extinct. Okay, can you play, can you, can you let me finish? Can you let me talk? Well, can you let me finish? Can I punch you in the things? No, no, no. Oh, the justice. Oh, the justice. This is from Raw Story. Anti-vax Kentucky teen who sued over unvaccinated chickenpox van. Nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> a chicken box van though is like it's like a pedophile van. You just get off easy. <laughs> There's no mystery in this mystery machine. <laughs> chicken box van. <laughs> it's driving around. It's polka dotted. <laughs> it's like an ice cream truck where you just give the kids give come up the kids and just spritz box. them in the face with it's chicken box. <laughs> Every, what the fuck? What? Every, every oh, yeah, single, every single ice cream you give out, it has sprinkles on it, and then you dip it in feathers. <laughs> it's like, here you, go. you get the chicken box later. That's for you. Uh, oh my God. All right, I'll try it. Try, try it again. again. Try Not it again. stupid. All right. No Anti-vax Kentucky teen who sued over unvaccinated chicken pox ban <laughs> now has chicken pox. Now I love this oh, so much. Oh God! And getting it when you're a teen sucks. Oh, you had oh, it when you were a teen. Worst. You were yeah. sick as a dog. I, I was definitely. And they're saying like it can it can really fuck you up. Like it's not a thing that like it can it can really fuck you up. But here's here's where I want to I want to land on this story. Yeah, all right. Some people are just too fucking stupid, and this sort of thing when it happens to them, they will a never know. And B, think it's okay that they got the chicken pox. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So there's there's no real justice here because all we can do is look at it from afar and be like, you're a fucking idiot. You'd be like, but I always wanted it. And you're like, <laughs> but you're, you realize that makes you stupid, right? He's like, but I always wanted the chicken pox. <laughs> and then he fucking clucks like a chicken for a while. Dies the chicken dance from fucking because his fucking brain swells in his head. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. You had the chicken pox as a teenager. I did. I did. And it was it's brutal. Really it's fucking yeah. brutal the older you get. It's brutal. Yeah. It's not only it's not and it's not the itching part. The itching part you can deal. I think you actually can deal with the itching part better as an adult or a young adult yeah. than you can as a child. The ch children itching is a pain in the ass because they, they they don't listen. Yeah, they're, just gonna, they're just going to scratch yeah. the fuck out of right. themselves, right? They don't care. They're going to do what they got to do. The itching part you can cope with as an adult. It's the fucking oh my god, my, I think my brain is leaking out of my ears. <laughs> sickness that you get, and it's right. and it's it's days of sickness. It's days of it. Yeah. At least that's what I experienced. It was awful. I had chicken pox when I was a kid and I was a pretty young kid, but I had it real bad. Like yeah. I had it bad enough that when when it went, the doctor took pictures of me. To show his colleagues. Yeah. He was like laughing. Like, For real. Like, they, they're, like, they're like, this is one of the worst cases. And like, I remember like my mom like marveled over that. I think she was kind of proud of it. Weirdly. She was super proud of it. Yeah. I was scarred. I fed him four I had, or five chickens. I had scars all over my person from chicken pox that lasted until I was an adult. Like I did not, the last of those scars did not fade away until my 30s. Like, Holy shit. I was, really? I had dozens of scars on my chest and my back. I had scars on my legs and my shoulders. Really? I had chicken pox so bad like I remember, I have very few memories from when I was when I was that age. But I remember being in Florida. It was the winter time. We went out in the pool to cool my fever, swimming in the pool in like the, the winter. winter time. It was horrible. Like I had chicken. The, chick, the effect of those fucking chicken pox. They like the scars. Literally, the the literal scars lasted until my adult life. Amazing. It's not a minor thing. No, it's like, not. We, we talk, no. like it's like we have so many. There's so many things where we're just like. 
ah, but it's not fatal. And it's like, yeah, but it's a, it's a fucking, it's all like things can be awful and not be fatal. They can have repercussions yeah. and not be fatal. Yeah. It's such a stupid barometer, but nobody should be getting chicken pox. Nobody should be getting all the things that we have. We could eradicate these things. We could, you look at the world and it's like, we don't, nobody needs to have polio anymore. Nobody yeah. needs to get that. That's, we can be done with that. There's so many things though that fit into that bucket that it's mad. We, we could feed everybody on the planet. Yeah. We could. Right. We could. We don't. We could. There's, there's plenty of food waste in the United States that could go to feed tons of people in the rest of the world if we could manage how we consume food better. We could feed way more people in yeah. the world. We just don't. There, we want to have plenty. We want right. to be able to throw food out at the end of the week. Yeah. There are so many problems that we look at as intractable and they're not intractable. It's just that nobody's in charge. Yeah. And nobody wants to do them. There's no incentive. Yeah. There's no incentive. There's no incentive to feed those people. There's no incentive here to feed those people. Sure, they're suffering. That's the only incentive is to is to be empathetic. That's your only incentive because the rest of it doesn't matter. Well, I, 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 for one, am looking forward to real globalism. Like real, like I know like they're like all the, like the crazy right wingers, like all oh, the globalists. Yeah. You know what? Maybe maybe that's what we need. Maybe maybe this breakdown of the tribalism. Yeah. Maybe the breakdown of the hypernationalism. Sure. Maybe the complete destruction of the communityism that we have now. Maybe that needs to happen. Maybe we need to have a globalist movement that's yeah. real. That's a real. That's based on empathy. Yeah. That's based on saying like, you know what? Maybe if somebody was in charge yeah. and somebody was willing to say, yeah, you know what? We don't have to have anybody. Polio. Yeah. No, we don't have to have anybody. Nobody has to get mumps anymore. Nobody has to get measles. Put it in the fucking bin with smallpox. Yeah. Put it all over there in the bucket and kill it all. Yeah. But nobody's in charge. Yeah. So uh, it sounds like yeah. Adam and Eve has changed and they are not swinging for the fences anymore. They are not. See, so they have other offers, bigger, girthier offers. Bigger, wider. Wetter. You know, the thing is, is what you want is more so you can put them in different places. That's what I hear like that. I want more. You need more. You got to. I can't. And here's the thing. Adam and Eve will plug you up airtight. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you that right now. If you you get, first off, you're going to get 50% off almost any item. You're going to get a 10 free gifts from them, a sexy item for him, special gift for her, and a third item you're both going to enjoy. And six spicy movies, just in case you're in an Echo's Town one day and you really, really need to see some porn, they will send you six movies on physical format. You can't lose them. You really, you can't. This is the thing. Yeah. This is apocalypse porn. It is. Right? This is exactly what when, it is. When the yeah. shit hits the fan yeah. and you've got like your fucking exercise bike you're using to power your yeah. fucking personal right. grid. Right. You know? Yeah. At least you'll have some spank material. You got it. Like, yeah. You can go out like that guy in Pompeii who jerked it and he's the ash <laughs> of the just, guy who died. It's just the ash of the dude holding his That's epic as fuck. That dude is, that dude just fucking, he just owned that shit. He's yeah. like, Right? Fuck you, world. <laughs> jerking it. I'm going out. But if you want to jerk it and go out, I always tell when somebody finishes by looking at the ash. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is type in Gloria Checkout. That's G-L-O-R-Y. And you'll get all of that free stuff, 50% off any item and free shipping. The only reason I like this story, Cecil, is from Dead State, is I actually have to admit I like the quip uh, that's, that's involved. So an Inside Edition reporter... Um, was was trying to ask uh, Kenneth Copeland and Jesse Duplantis 
why they needed a $54 million jet. Can we stop just here real quick? Yeah. This timeline yeah. that has all the scandals and Trump winning the election and yeah. all this stuff also has in-depth, hard-hitting reporting from Inside Edition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this timeline has. Did you know that Inside Edition is still around? Yeah. Because <laughs> I found out today. It was as surprising to me when I read this. I would have been just as surprised to read like, a hard-hitting expose by a current affair. I'd have yeah. been like, huh, well, look at that. I was blown away by it. Inside that, edition. What's hilarious was in this video at the very end of it, if you watch the whole video, you get to the end and it'll be like, Inside Edition's next scoop is them going to confront rude people on public transportation. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, that's the Inside Edition I know yeah, and love. There we go. That's the Inside Edition I know and love, yeah. So these, these are just like these... Um, uh, these two guys are super mega wealthy prosperity gospel. Prosperity guys. gospel. Yeah. Thank you. So they probably and they have they have fucking billion dollar jets and you know all super, this nonsense, yeah, yeah. right? The amount of money, millions of dollars. Fifty four million was the cheap one. And I want to say, the expensive one. I'm not on their side, right? No. Like I think these are awful people that prey yeah. on the disadvantaged. They had right? this inside edition lady thrown out, physically manhandled. Yeah. So she goes to ask some questions, and security drags her ass out. Yeah. And I have to admit, though, that this made me laugh. And I'm a bad person, and I'm okay with it. So, it, it, like, Inside Edition Chief Investigative Correspondent Lisa Guerrero attempted a question to Plantis about his need for a jet, but she was quickly grabbed and pulled away by security. Later, during a service the day after the incident, Duplantis joked about the scuffle. I'm sorry. He says, I heard her holler. He said, I come back and said, what'd you do with her? And the security guard said, I made her outside edition. <laughs> okay. 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 I'll, I'll give that one. To you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll concede the point. <laughs> There's a part of me that's like, if you beat me up, but you're real funny about it, you know, right. I'd be like, all right, you all got right, me. You got me. No, you when got you were in school, time. were you a class clown at all? Yeah, I was. Yeah. So was I. And like, I almost never got in trouble because I realized very early on, I remember realizing it, that if I could make the teacher laugh, I never got in trouble. So my goal wasn't to make the other kids laugh. I figured if I get the teacher to laugh, I'm never going to get in trouble. And if the teacher's laughing, everybody else laughs too, sure, yeah. right? So you always went over the authority yeah, figure right, first. Right. So I sort of feel like this falls under that category, right? Like, you know, if you beat the shit out of me, but I'm laughing about it, it's yeah. like, all right, okay, I'm, all right. I'm not thrilled, you but that me. was a good one. You got me. Made it outside edition. These guys, great. the outside edition is great. I will say this though, like, like, I don't know how you go to this church <laughs> and these guys, when you watch this video, these guys are all like, oh, need that money. And they're like screaming and people are like cheering and they're talking about how they definitely need that. That uh, I mean, he's talking about how he definitely needs this jet. Yeah in the middle of the thing. And he's like, Jesus told me I need this jet. And everybody's just cheering for him. And I'm like, I don't know how you get there in your life <laughs> to get to a point where you're just like, where you hear somebody say this stuff and then you write a check to them. I think because in your mind, you've got to believe the next jet is yours. In your mind, it's not, gotta maybe be it, it's right? not this That's jet. That's got to be it. May, but it's the next jet. It's got to be it. I'm going to win yeah. that big, Prosperity yep. lottery. Yeah, no matter what, like eventually it's going to be you, but you got to, yeah. but, but just the law of averages, look around the room, count the suckers, count the guy who's the, who's winning. 
oh yeah, but that you know that assumes these guys can count. That's true. Like that's they clearly can't count their money, <laughs> or they wouldn't be handing it to a guy that's who has a fifty-four million dollar check. Very true. <laughs> Are you listening, Al Gore? You do not need to worry about the planet being destroyed by floodwaters. Why? Because God has put his rainbow in the sky to let you and everybody else on planet Earth know, I'm never going to do that again. I did it once. It served its purpose. I'm not going to do it again. This here comes from Right Wing Watch. This is Brian Fisher. We haven't had on the show in a we long time. We haven't Brian on. Brian's so I, been busy. Yeah. he's. You know, most of the stuff that he's been saying has just been like so repetitive. Yeah. And so boring. A lot of First Amendment misunderstandings. Yeah. And a lot of personal beef with right wing watch. Like he yeah, really is. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who do that too. Pissy so, with him. Yeah. But here he goes. He's going to talk a little bit about climate change. Yeah. The solution some- to climate change is to repent for our sin, evidently. Oh, I didn't know that. So we're talking here about what our, our environmentalist friends would call extreme weather. Remember, they're saying everything's the fault of global warming to them. Uh, we're going to have more droughts because of global warming. We're going to have more extreme weather because of global warming. We're going to have more. Yeah, that's going to happen when the climate shifts. Like as the climate shift. Uh, yeah. 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 And we're, ha- it's not, we're going to. Yeah, no, it's not, we're not. Stop using yeah. that language. Yeah, that, we are having. That language, that language, you're right. We that's are future having. language. Yeah, we are having. Yeah. yeah. Use present tense, yeah. not future yeah. tense. Or cyclones because of global warming. We're going to have more tornadoes because of global warming. And cyclones? We're going to have more tornadoes and cyclones? What are they going to fight? <laughs> Man. Just shoot a cyclone. We get a cyclone gun to shoot at the tornadoes to slow it down. <laughs> One goes the other direction. What if you accidentally Whoa. you put this you put the spin on the wrong way <laughs> and it speeds it up really fast and opens like a oh, wormhole? Man, yeah. I doubled up my cyclone. Or I doubled up my tornado. I don't even know. <laughs> Your cyclone's in my tornado. <laughs> Your tornado's in my cyclone. Uh, and so this is the kind of thing that Solomon is talking about here. Oh yeah, Solomon's talking about global warming. When his nation, when his people were affected by extreme weather events. And now what we discover here from Solomon's record is the problem is not global warming. The problem is the sin of man. And the sin of man, not pumping CO2 into the air, but the sin of man, as he goes on to say, is... Well, admittedly, some sin can pump CO2 into the air. (laughs) I just want to... I mean, I'm saying if the sin's any fun, yeah, kick some CO2 into the air. There's some CO2, right? That gets expelled into the air. Yeah. I love it in his mind, like these are mutually exclusive, right? right. Like, yeah. why couldn't one just be like, yeah, and then the mechanism is the other? Yeah. Like, he's just, yeah. he's so fucking literal. Yeah. It's like, wow, it can't be pumping CO2 there's no in the air. way it could be this. No, yeah. nah, no. All right, I guess nothing has an effect on the world at all. Just nothing, nothing. You could do anything at all and nothing will be I affected. love that somehow we're talking about the sins of man, right? We're saying the sins of man are what powers global warming. Why didn't we burn to a cinder during the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> like right now, we're more evil right now than right. we were, say, during, I World don't know. World War II. Yeah, like World War II, World War One, other times like, all of, say, slavery, for instance. <laughs> we're more evil now than we right. were then. Yeah, that's smart. Right. Well, I, yeah, but there's probably more people having gay sex yeah. and talking about it. <laughs> and admitting it's probably to the it. same number of people having right. gay sex. It's all about, yeah, it's all about But now that. Yeah. there's But now, now people share stories right. online. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> not following the rules and the statutes of God. That's the sin. In time, the penalty for that sin is the heavens are shut up. There's no rain. There's a drought. Animals are dying. 
crops are not growing. What's the solution if my people, who are called by my name, in the face of this environmental catastrophe, the solution is not to go to Congress and get them to crack down on carbon emissions. The sol- That's not the solution. That's it's not the solution. Yeah, don't, you know, we Guys, wouldn't want to crack. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Like, we can do both. You can have your crazy, fanciful, shitty worldview, yeah. and we can also crack down on carbon emissions. Yeah. What if one what, doesn't preclude the other? You know, it's not like yeah. you got, it's like, well, we can't pray and shut down on carbon emissions. Like the only way I can fuck this guy in the ass is if a lot of cows fart. <laughs> That's the only way I can get this done, guys. All right, but you do not fart during this. That's weird. Actually, no, it's fine. It's like an innie Audi thing Whoa. going on here. I can feel it flapping. It's, it's all right. Solution is to go before God on our faces and repent. Well, then he wouldn't even see who we were. Yeah. And if God is... God is going on your face. Then, <laughs> I don't know. Look, well, it sounds I, like he's into the gay stuff too. If he's going to my beard, if I'm going to prostrate myself in front of God, I want the credit for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, please. And of our sin. That's what Solomon says. And if we do that, if he says, we humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. It's the what, So the wicked ways would say, be leaving the Paris Accords. Is that a wicked way or no? That's definitely, yeah. yeah. And, and mm. cutting all international ties with any reasonable hope of solving this problem yeah. at all. <laughs> Such that like states in the union had to be like, all right, uh, we'll just do it on our can own. We, can we just do this on our can own? Just, yeah. Can we just, all right, we got states' rights yeah. and we would like the right to not be on fire. The wicked ways that cause the extreme weather. The drought is caused by our wicked ways. So you're not going to get back to healthy weather patterns until you repent of the sin. And you got to go talk. You got to go talk to a talking donkey too. That's right. another That's thing it. that has to happen. That's it. Is you have to go talk to a talking donkey. You have to bring your angel friends down to your city so they can get raped or rape someone. I'm not sure exactly what works. Well, don't you have to offer your daughter somebody? What, what, ha- what somebody has, to, has to turn Lot's wife? Yeah. No, Lot. Lot. Lot has to be like, don't rape the angels. Yeah. Rape my rape kids. My kids. And Take my of, wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. If one of them sees my balls later, yeah, then they can. Then they'll sh- go to hell. They'll go to hell with, if you see my nuts. Uh, my, was that was that Noah or was that Lot? Who's was Lot. whose nuts got so? Oh, I thought Noah right. got his balls. It's such a confusing bunch of people. I'm not quite sure. You know what? Here's the thing. None of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, not one of those things has I ever happened. I think we just cleared it up. Yeah. I think we cleared it all it's, up. It's so uh, funny when people argue about the Bible. It cracks me up. Uh, it's like, well, that's not exactly what happened. And you want to be like, mm, let's just let's just pause and reconsider. Yeah. You can rewrite that however yeah. you want. None of that happened. You yeah. can't be right about yeah. what never happened. You know what we're going to do? We're going to make a shirt that just has a Bible on and say, none of that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's what's making the planet hotter. Yeah, but how will the ice caps melting? Because it keeps getting hotter. But how is it getting hotter in the first place? Because human beings are using a lot of resources and producing fires and producing electricity this and getting rid of water. This is not true at all. This is true. This no. is yeah. We're producing greenhouse gases and therefore no the one else is agreeing doing this. Freaking aliens. This is amazing. This is right wing watch. This is a uh, firefighter prophet Mark Taylor. Hurricane Maria was created to generate refugees who will turn Florida blue. Now, this is not to be confused with those Puerto Ricans that turned blue from cardiac arrest oh, Jesus from not having access to medical care because we don't care about brown people. Blue people. For like a year after blue this Blue lives happened. matter, Tom. Blue- <laughs> 
You know, don't you uh, think that that whole like Blue Lives Matter thing was vindicating to the Smurfs? Do you think uh, that they were just finally like, fucking finally. <laughs> finally, like somebody recognizes the evils you know, of Gargamel. That guy was trying to like put us in a fucking meat grinder or turn us yeah. into a smoothie or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that cat plan was. What yeah. is his cat's name? Azrael. Azrael, that's yeah. right. Gargamel and Azrael. Yeah. yeah. Azrael was his, the cat's name? Yeah. That's kind of a cool cat name, actually. They were kind of badass names, yeah. actually. Gargamel. Like, and I didn't really like get it until like later that he was trying to eat those fucking guys. Like, yeah, I don't remember the Smurfs very much. It wasn't a show that I watched, I think, a lot What was your of. favorite childhood cartoon? My favorite childhood cartoon, I had two of them. G.I. Joe and Transformers were my absolute favorites. Oh, my God. G.I. Joe cracks me up to, like, have you seen it at all? Like, Not as recently, as a, no. As a, not as an adult. They have these, like, laser gun fights. Oh, and they miss. Everybody misses, yeah. All it is is just, like, a stream of lasers shooting through the air. Nobody and now, anything. Granted, they don't hit anything, but I love the idea that the lasers go slow enough that you can see them yeah, going through. well... It's a laser. That's what, that's like all of the I Star Wars movies shit. too. Yeah. Where you're just like, that's a laser. You wouldn't see it. Yeah, it you cracks wouldn't it. see it. Makes but, me laugh every yeah. time. It's like, I saw that laser. Yeah. Lord talked to me about this. He said, Mark, they're going to try and turn uh, because he, California, I believe at some point will probably go red. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the only way it's going to go red is if it all lights on fire. <laughs> really? That's the only. California's going to be go an orangish glow more oh than red. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that might be the goofiest fucking that thing is, he's ever seen. I know, said. right? Like this guy's this guy's full of the goof, but California going red is I guess fucking if, hilarious. If California, all of it. I got it. But uh, Orange County fell into hold the Hold on. I just gotta look. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. Hillary Clinton got 8.7 million and Trump got 4.4 million. I mean, it could turn at any moment. At any moment. Cecil. It's a, it's on a it's on a razor's edge. <laughs> on a razor's edge. <laughs> Look, God, two to one is yeah. not a clear Gosh, margin of victory. I tell you what, if Trump, if those people wouldn't have voted for Jill Stein, Trump would have been in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe it's already red, honestly. I, I, it was stolen. That's the bottom line. They're stealing these elections, period. Uh, this is, I mean, you can go on and on with how they're doing this, but Florida and Texas are the next highest number of electoral college votes other than California. Right. What the Lord showed me is that... Okay, wait, so is he saying that the Democrats want states to be blue. <laughs> like, is that a, some kind of like revelation? Like we're like the Democrats here, hear me out here. The Democrats want your vote. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the Lord told me the Democrats looking for large electoral wins. You know, these guys who get their job by popularity contest, <laughs> they, well, want, they want to be popular. They want to be Instagram you know, famous. That's what they want. They want to be influencers. Instagram <laughs> influencers. That there are is a plan in place to try to steal Florida and Texas over to blue. Now it's not coincidence that that Democrats want votes. It's not coincidence. I can see that happening. I'm for both states. There are giant population centers in Texas which are already blue. Like when you look at the county maps in Texas, yeah. Texas is an interesting state because most of the major metropolitan areas are blue. And that would usually make a state turn blue. But because of the sheer size of Texas, the rural outnumbers the urban, and that's unusual. Right. But when you look at the, and this is a closer margin, 4.6 million for Trump, 3.8 million for Hillary Clinton. It's 800,000. Right. It's still a wide margin. But, you know, when you, if you, if you zoom in on the electoral map, yeah, it's, yeah, you you can just see like, 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 especially the Southern border, of Mexico. Oh, that's interesting. With isn't Mexico it? is almost all uh, blue. And then the big centers, Houston, 
Dallas Fort, although Fort Worth is still is pink. Fort Worth is pink by a little. Um, but Austin, San Antonio, El Paso, El Paso's really fucking blue. Yep. Like El Paso's 70%. Like ridiculously blue. Austin, pretty blue, 60, 65%. So you're talking about, and this is, a, I'm talking only specifically about this particular election, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. I'm not talking about historic anything, anything like that. Florida is a very close margin. Florida yep. was a couple hundred thousand votes or something like that. I want to say it was relatively small. So Florida is a close yep. margin. But you're right. They're smart states. Although I thought, for some reason, I thought Pennsylvania was closer too. I'm going to look it up. And Florida is interesting because the demographic of Florida, the reason it turns partially red is because it has that uh, older the people, old people. demographic. It's the old right. people. Yeah. So... God, look how close that yeah, is. Yeah, Pennsylvania. You know, like, like, yeah, it's it looks all red, right? Like, and that's the and that's the illusion that they all try to show you is this is this giant illusion where if you look, if you just look at Texas, if you just look at Pennsylvania, and you look at those counties, and you say, oh my God, it's all red. Holy shit, it's all red. But then you look at the numbers. The popular vote in Pennsylvania was 29, 2.97 million for Trump. 2.92 million for Hillary. Yeah. That's separated not, by 50,000 50, votes. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing. You nothing. could you could flip Pennsylvania, you could flip um Florida, you know, with without a lot of real 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 effort, you could flip these these places. And they should. And they should. And there's nothing wrong with trying to flip your state to your color. I literally don't even know what he's talking that's about. That's the game. Like That's, that's how what, you win. That's a thing yeah, that's that you a, have to win to I'm, get the job. Here's the thing, Mark Taylor, Patton6966 on Twitter. <laughs> here's the thing, Mark. If you are for taking away all that bullshit that goes to electoral college, we don't ever have to worry about red and blue states <laughs> <Right>? again. <laughs> I'm perfectly happy with it because it's Fuck Democrats more than it's fucked the Republicans. Right. Uh, right after these uh, Trump got in, Texas got hit with Harvey, and we got hit with Irma. Yes. Probably the largest hurricane in history right there was Irma. Now, why am I bringing all this up? Because, again, it was retaliation. Because I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, why did the enemy send this to Harvey, or Harvey to Texas and Irma to Florida? And he said it was because we backed out of the Paris Climate Accord. Because the second... Trump did that. Right. He legitimized climate control all over the world at that point because as America goes... No, everybody's laughing at us. Everybody's laughing at us. That's a ridiculous argument. Everybody is like, how the fuck are you that stupid? I don't even understand what he's saying. The enemy... He asked the, he asked the Lord, why did the enemy let this happen? And the Lord said the enemy let this happen because we backed out of the Paris Accords? Yeah. So Satan sent... No, because Trump, Trump backed out of him, right? As as punishment for, or God did. No, because no, he asked God, why did you let oh, the, so the enemy, enemy did it? So he's saying that Satan sent hurricanes to, to Florida. Florida. To prove climate change? No, no, no. As retaliation, he said. But, I can't, I but can't. Doesn't, but doesn't Satan winter in Florida? Doesn't it make any sense? <laughs> Why would you say like a snowbird down there. He's driving his old car real slow. <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, Get out like, of my way, Satan. He's got a huge like 88 Lincoln <laughs> Continental. <laughs> he doesn't have anywhere to go. White. It's got fucking beige interior. He's, he's wearing, he's wearing clam diggers and flip flops. <laughs> Motherfucker. The rest of the world follows pretty much. Right. And 
that that was right after that that they sent those hurricanes and people can Wait, can they is he just still talking about the devil? The devil sent the hurricanes to Republican states because the climate Trump accords. pulled out of the climate accords. Uh huh. What did they do when he huh? when he pulled out of Stormy Daniels? <laughs> what did they send? Sent her a check. That's what they sent. The problem is they blinked. They missed the whole event. <laughs> so did she. <laughs> she called it the other day the worst ninety seconds of her life. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, admittedly, though, I know there's several women that could say the same thing. About me, so. Trash me all they want to. Yes, we control the weather a lot of times, guys. That can generate these storms. Uh, you know, uh, all this stuff. You can go to. Yeah, I, I think I think he's shifted though. Now he's now saying he that, was saying it was the enemy, but is the enemy the Democrats? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, it didn't even occur to me. Because uh, I thought he shifted and saying, like, yeah. look, it's people. No, but it's... Yeah, it's, okay. Trash me all they want to. Yes, we control the weather a lot of times, guys. They can generate these storms. Uh, you know, uh, all this stuff. You can go to geoengineeringwatch.org and listen to a guy named Dane Wigington. Yes. He's got enough information on that website to keep you going for the next six months. Period. I would rather end my own life than go to Have geo you gone? You know what we should do? What? We should get George Hab on to come and talk about geoengineering. Geo on geo. Geo on geo. Geo. We'll call it the geo on geo, geo on geoengineeringwatch.org. We should get a, we should also get like a climate scientist on. We could get geo on geo <laughs> and have a climate, <laughs> that'd be great. A climate scientist who would talk to us. I don't think there is one. <laughs> I don't think there's one either. Period. And the proof to show it. Yes. So, uh, it was right after that, Chris. And if you'll notice, right after the hurricane hit down in Puerto Rico and they had that big scandal with the mayor down there right. and they released all this all the stuff, they were trying to move a half a million Puerto Ricans into Florida as a humanitarian effort. Give me a break. Oh, you could also call them Americans. Yeah. You know, you can't, you like, can, you, you can. can call them Americans. You know, but I guess if you're just referring to people from their states, they're Puerto Ricans. Moving in with Florida, Floridians, right. I guess yeah. is what we're saying. It's so funny that we almost yeah. never say it that way. No, no, no. But they're definitely always Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans can come commingle with the Illinoisians. <laughs> oh, we don't have one of those words? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a humanitarian effort, guys. That's why they were holding the food up. That's why the mayor was holding the food up, so they could justify sending them to Florida. Okay. 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 Yeah. You want to take this? I, yeah. I actually, actually, right. so I... I had to write down an order of operations for all of this to be true. So here we go. Okay, I want to hear it. Number one, invent hurricane-making machine. <laughs> so that's number one. <laughs> number two, send hurricane to Texas for practice. That's number two. Number three, send a hurricane to Florida for profit? We're not sure. Oh, number four, actually, oh, the real target was Puerto Rico because that was Irma. Five, Hit Puerto Rico with really bad hurricane. Six, go back in time and never really give Puerto Rico a solid infrastructure. <laughs> Seven, send lots of aid and never give it to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Eight, tell them it's like an Easter egg hunt for supplies and that you can go and stay in Florida if you find it. <laughs> and then number nine, of course. Tell or all Puerto Ricans that move here to vote blue, right? Because that's <laughs> that's, what, that's what has to happen in order for all of that to be true. <laughs>
you know, what they're what they're also missing, which I love, is like you can only move to Florida and vote if you're a citizen. Right. And you should oh. already have the right to vote. It and turns Puerto out, Rico should already have yeah, the right turns to out vote. They should be a state. Right. I don't know so why like, we don't they're do that. grossly disenfranchised already. Yeah. They treat we do treat them like like Mexicans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're like. You're you're just you're just Caribbean Mexican. That's what you are. <laughs> you're like you're like an island Mexican. Yeah, you're like an island That's Mexico. It. You're like a you're like Mexican, one of those not a many Mexican. other island Mexicos. <laughs> it's near to rum Mexican. You're a blow the man down Mexican, not a I don't even know. So Lord. <laughs> what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. I only want to talk about this story, Tom, because of the way he uses the periodic table. (laughs) All right. This is again Mark Taylor. Satan uses chemtrails to block God's frequency. And it, I'm going to preface this by saying that Mark Taylor is going to say frequency so many times it will lose meaning. <laughs> Everything in life gives off frequency. Uh, okay. It, All right. Okay. I, don't, I have no idea. What, Everyone, just, what we, does that even mean? Are, I think we're just talking about BO at this point. Everything in life gives off. Just gives off everything is just giving off frequencies yeah. all the time. You know, the clothes I'm wearing, uh, you know, whatever, the carpet in the, ha- in the room, the, the, the trees, the grass. That's why the Bible says when no one else will, the rocks will cry out to me because mm-hmm. all of creation cries out. Yeah. And in the Quran, it says that if a Jew hides behind a rock, the rock will be like, here's the Jew. <laughs> hey guys. And then they can kill you, that Jew. Are you looking for free Jew? <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like none of that's true. It's uh, weird. <laughs> Literally nothing he said it's was like, true. It's, <laughs> I already I love, love it. I love the carpets giving off a frequency. What do frequency th- does why carpet? Why do they think that there's a frequency given all, given also, all what is the frequency? Like how often you replace it? Like what's the frequency? <laughs> like what are we talking about? Well, it, it, most of the time it's just Kenneth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's an REM joke, isn't it? It is. It's so bad. God in that frequency. Oh. <laughs> They're actually worshiping. I believe it's actually worshiping God. Grace and Creation itself. God. Yeah. Creation itself. I mean, yeah. you know, the trees, the, the rocks, whatever the case may be, everything he's created. Because we're created to worship, you know. That's why Satan creates so, a new frequency to try to control. To combat us. that, to block that, and the problem. What? Satan well, creates on. a new, do they all have this? Th- okay, you go. Well, I was just going to say, like, what did they, okay, first off, I think we've reached the point where frequency doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I think this is this is where he's his frequency has jumped the shark, so to speak. But what do we like when we talk about frequency? Yeah, you're talking about like like an oscillation of some kind. Like what are we talking? About? I am okay. The only the, the only thing I can imagine is like he's referring maybe to the fact that like all molecules vibrate, you know, like oh, that, like God. that in different phases of matter, molecules vibrate this, at a higher or is he slower rate. us? And that like, maybe oh that creates, but they would, in order for it's them like to create a frequency, like, they would have to vibrate in a way that then like affects the I'm air. Gonna need I you to, I'm going to need you to stop okay. is what I'm going to need. I, I, I need stop. you. I need I you to stop. stop. I need you to I stop. Want to stop. Never, ever speak at this again. <laughs> 
problem is, is that once we come so far generationally, we've got so many things going on, uh, whether it's the foods we eat, the, the, the chemtrails, uh, all the spring. <laughs> oh, my God. I love, how, <laughs> I love it when somebody just throws out a conspiracy theory willy nilly. They're just like, you know, Bigfoot. <laughs> I, I love when they just are like, I believe in all of them just to cover my bases. I believe in every right. conspiracy right. theory. The food we eat, that's conspiracy. Oh, conspiracy. Just, I love it. It's not even specific anymore. Just, just the food. The food. Guys. That's a conspiracy. It's the food. Guys. Then the chemtrails. It's the chemtrails. We all know it's not contrails. It's chemtrails. I love, I love the idea that somehow someone in charge is polluting the air with chemtrails. And they are somehow not susceptible to the air. Like the thing that all of us need you're polluting in some way to control people, but then you have to get out of the plane eventually. Uh, is to detract us from hearing God's frequency. Because mm -hmm. when you think about it, there's... Detract us, not distract us. Detract but us. But to detract, detract us. Detract us from God's I've frequency. I've been detracted from it. Okay, keep talking, firefighter. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. when you think about it, they're spraying aluminum and barium uh, in, in the chemtrails. And if you look on the periodic table, barium and aluminum... Uh, barium is B-A, aluminum is A-L, spells bail. <laughs> Counterpoint, it also spells Alba. <laughs> so it makes us all think of Jessica Alba. Alba. <laughs> so that's why they're spraying aluminum and barium. So I went to the periodic table today because I was like, this is amazing. This uh -huh. is amazing. And so here's a couple of chemical uh, concoctions oh. that I made. All so, right. Lucium. Carbon, iodine, fluorine, oh. erybium. It's too many. <laughs> Lucium, uh, go LU, and then it's carbon, iodine, fluorine. Lucai, uh, Lu Lucifer. <laughs> you can spell I Lucifer. Got it. Lucifer. You can. So instead of doing oh. ball or whatever, yeah. you keep talking about your balls all the time. <laughs> this guy's got a ball fetish, even worse than the guys who get their nuts stepped on. <laughs> instead, you could just literally spell Lucifer. Because guess what? You're making up the chemicals anyway. <laughs> so you can just make it up. Here's another one all for right. you, Tom. All right. Here's another one. All right. I'm Iron, on. titanium, sulfur, hydrogen. Iron, F-E, titanium, F-E, fetish? Fetish! <laughs> and if you have an iron, titanium, sulfur, hydrogen, you can go to adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com has all kinds oh, of things great. to cater to oh any God. fetish you have. Oh. You're going to get a bunch of free DVDs. You're going to get something for him, her, a little special gift. You're going to get free shipping, 50% off almost any item. No more swing, but you could sit in your swing that you bought before and watch your hard copy DVDs if you like. <laughs> you don't get Netflix and chill, but you can swing in DVD, I guess. All you have to do is go type in Gloria at checkout and you can fill, you can feed the need for your fetish. I have one more for you, Tom. Bravo. This is a long on one. That. Okay. This is a long one. All here right. we go. I'm trying here. Molybendium, thorium, erybium, fluorine, uranium, carbon, potassium, erybium. No, I, I no. Motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, it's so much fun looking at the looking oh. at the periodic table and just being like, you could literally make anything. You can spell anything. You can make anything up. No coincidence. Whoa, wow. No coincidence. That's deep. That's deep. That's no coincidence. Yeah. So when you look at this, well, the thing I made up then correlates to another made up thing. That's my favorite. But there's like, no coincidences. 
Like so. I would like I would not buy this even if I thought there were chemtrails. And I wouldn't buy this even if I thought that he knew the chemtrails contained these two chemicals. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it if he knew Bale and Bale visited him on <laughs> Wednesdays. Rick, we are literally walking antennas. Mm-hmm. Because we've been breathing the aluminum. We've been breathing the the, the barium. It's it's saturated. That makes us antennas? I guess. I don't know. That's not how it makes antennas happen. <laughs> That's not how it makes antennas happen, Cecil. I well, think how many how uh, many antennas are you like? That's a barium antenna. Or <laughs> you're just sitting at home and you're like, honey, I can't tune the TV. Can you shoot more barium around the room? <laughs> I can't. I want to tune in the football game. We need to fill this whole room with barium and aluminum gases. You could hold uh, an antenna. And it won't matter. Yeah. Because you're not the rest of the parts. <laughs> That's what I love so much. It's like, oh, let's Jesus. say you were just an antenna. Oh, you would just be just an antenna. Saturated all the foliage. This is why you had the fires out there in California. Was They said these, these guys out there were saying these fires were literally exploding. They couldn't yeah. control them. Mm-hmm. That's why is because bar- aluminum itself will burn at twelve hundred degrees. Mm-hmm. Aluminum doesn't burn that hot. I just want you. To- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terrence. Bob in D.C. A Republican. Bob, what did you think of last night's forum? I um, I'm a big uh, supporter of Donald Trump because he's uh, outside of the uh, Washington bureaucracy, and um, I'm also a huge fan of the squirrel that died on his head. All right, we're gonna go on, move on from there. So I want to take a couple seconds here, Tom, on the show to talk a little bit about the Democratic primary that we're sort of coming into the season about. I want to talk to you about some of the stuff that we got recently, some of the messages we got, and then also um, invite people to follow us on to Patreon to hear the rest of what we're going to be talking about. So we're going to start by talking about some of the messages that we've received. One of the things that happens during primary season is that people get real butthurt real easily. Like that's just one of those things that happens. People have it's real an thin idealistic skins. time. Yeah, people have real thin skins too. Yeah. They can't look at their candidate without any and think about any negatives. And uh, one of the things that happened this week is I got into an argument with somebody on Twitter about um, Barry Sanders' age. We had mentioned Black, did I say Barry Sanders. You did Barry Sanders is running, running back, back. From the Lions? <laughs> running back. <laughs> Barry Sanders is still young. He's still a young man. <laughs> probably a very good running back. If he were to come back in the league, he would probably wouldn't make it, but I'm sure he's a better running back than I am. Bernie Sanders, <laughs> Bernie Sanders, different guy. Yep. Bernie Sanders is, um, well, um, Bernie Sanders is really old. turns out, um, if How he, old, Cecil? so he's 78 now, That's if old. he took office, he'd be 79. Ugh. Um, he would finish his term at 82. Um, How old do men usually live? Uh, 77. 76? That's not... So he's over the average lifespan of a male in the United States. Um, And here's the thing. Like, I I definitely don't think that age is a disqualifier in the sense that I, like, I don't think that he shouldn't be allowed to run. Like, I absolutely feel like, yeah, he should be able to run. Absolutely. But we, we make a decision on the young end of this. And it's not because of physical ability, right? It's not because of that. It's not because of how, how right. strong they are. Because I guarantee, what's the what's the cutoff age? 35 is 35. the cutoff age? Yep. So 35, I guarantee a 22-year-old is in better physical condition. Male 22-year-olds probably the better 35. than the average 35-year-old. So it's not physical ability. It's, 
age and wisdom and experience, right? So we say you can't be, you can't it's be a minimum a, threat. Yeah, you can't be a, a 30 or 30 year old. You got to be a 35 year old. But we're talking about their mind here. We're not talking about their body. We're not talking about their physical ability. We're talking about their mind. Well, we've got to come to grips with the fact that when you get older, things start to go. That's, that's just, that is just how things work. Now, can you be a whip smart 79 year old? Sure. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. But I'm, the odds are no longer in your favor. That's number one. Yeah. The odds aren't in your favor. You're past the actuarial table where you should have died already. Right. right? <laughs> so everything up from here, the percentages just go up. They don't go down at, at, when you're, when you're in yeah. that position. They never go down. It's not like they're, they're going to continue to go down. So when people are upset about whether or not Bernie Sanders is too, too old, also on, I will also point you to the fact that look at any young man that goes in there and when they come out two years later, they look like they look like they were in that machine in Princess Bride where they suck <laughs> one year of your life away. Like these people look like they are absolutely run through the ringer. Right. Like they look, they look horrifying. Yeah. They look, you know, look at Obama's pictures before and after office. And so I one of the one of the people I was arguing with was saying it's 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 a desk job. It's just a, it's the most stressful job in the world. It's not just a desk job. It's a it's the most you're you're making you you sound silly when you say it's just a desk job. It's the most stressful job in the world. I had a nowhere near as stressful as the president of the United States desk job that I worked a lot of hours for 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 a lot of years. Like for set and like, it did not do good things for my body. I remember that time very clearly. I remember getting sick and not being able to get unsick for months and for months, months at a time. Months. And you were a young man. I was a young man. And like, I was a wreck. Like yeah. when you're working, you know, 14, 15, 16 hours a day all the time, when you're under a lot of stress all the time, desk job or no, desk job does not help. Yeah. That means you're not getting up. You're not getting circulation. You're not getting exercise. <laughs> you're not eating well. It's, it's not a, it's, it's not a good things are yeah. not happening in the machine. It's, and, and, and look, I, I don't care if other people vote for Bernie Sanders. No. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you, what makes your decision process. I don't think he should be barred from running. I'm just telling you, I'm probably not voting for Bernie Sanders because he's going to be 82 when he steps down. Chances, he's already lived past the, the average life expectancy. He, he and Biden are very close in age. I, there's no way I would vote for either one of them because I'm voting the for primary. them. Because I'm voting for their vice president. Right. That's who I'm voting for. And here's the thing when it comes to vice presidents. I'm going to stop talking about Bernie Sanders after this. But when it comes to vice presidents, there's a chance. This happens... Frequently, not, I mean, not, not all the time. I don't know how often it happens, but it's happened a couple times in my lifetime where someone who lost the primary becomes somebody else's vice president, right? right. Why the fuck would I vote for a vice president if he's going to pick somebody from the 20 people that are already in here? Why wouldn't I just fucking vote for that person? Right. Why, I, there's no reason to vote for a fucking vice president. But I want to point out that people do get a little butt hurt when it comes to this. I get it, right? You like your guy. You don't want your guy to get anybody to say anything bad about your guy, yeah. right? I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I don't know a lot about what's going on in this primary. I don't know what's going to, you know, there's a lot of people, 20 people in this primary. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. So what we're going to do is we're going to take this, um, we're going to talk about each one of these people. I'm going to read a little bit about who they are. I'm going to give you their age. And then I'm going to read some of their positions because some of these people, they, they're hard to find things out about. Yeah. So let's start out with, with, with Pete Buttigieg. 
So he's an American <clears throat> former naval intelligence officer who has uh, been the mayor of South Bend, Indiana since 2012. So not federal government experience, local government experience. Right. Um, he graduated from Harvard, but also, and also, you know, we're talking about an intelligence officer for, you know, for the armed services. So yeah. when I think of intelligence officer, I think at least he's going to be taking briefings more seriously than Trump. Right. Yeah. You know, so. He speaks eight languages. Yeah. He's, there's a lot of things about this guy that are really, that's really interesting. So let me read a couple of his stances for you, Tom. Climate change. He thinks climate change is a national security threat supports the Paris Climate Accord. Economy. Uh, supports labor, thinks NAFTA resulted in significant job losses. Foreign policy supports pulling troops out of Afghanistan. Healthcare supports single-payer system. And this is interesting. He says he's all for single-payer healthcare system, but has said he wouldn't immediately jump to a single-payer from the current system. Instead, he would first implement an all-payer rate setting, a system that would not eliminate private insurance companies. What does that mean, an all-payer rate setting? I don't know what that means. Oh, so everybody pays the same rate. Everybody pays the same rate. That's That would be interesting because there's a lot of like finagling going on, right? Yeah. There's a contract for Aetna that's yeah. different than the well, contract yeah, for Blue Cross. Yeah, it's one price for all the medical right. procedures are just one price across yeah. the board. And you know they're more expensive if you don't have insurance and you pay cash? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, can't you negotiate though if you have cash too? Isn't there a way, like I've heard people say that they can negotiate. You can actually negotiate. Some if they yeah. are willing to. It's like yeah. any other negotiation. Yeah. You got to be good at negotiating to get a good deal. Yeah. Immigration supports a pathway to citizenship for undocumented immigrants and uh, supports a federal non-discrimination amendment. This federal non-discrimination amendment would be for LGBTQ people. Nice. Which is, again, what he is. when you come yeah. across somebody who is LGBTQ, they're going to be fighting for those rights more than anybody else's. Okay, you know, that should be true, but so many LGBTQ people on the Republican side pretend that they're not. <laughs> I guess that's true. And they fight true. against those issues I guess that's until true. they get caught. I guess that's true. What is your impressions with Buttigieg? So I read an article about him recently, um, and I did not have real high impressions of him until I read this article. I'm still not sure I want him as president. Right. I think he's a genuinely impressive human being. Yeah. Um, I think the work that he's done in South Bend has been, by and large, really forward thinking. Really forward thinking. It's only a, it's got a population of about one hundred and two thousand people, so it's a small, medium sized kind of city ish thing. Sure. You know, um, he's clearly very, very, very smart. Like he's just clearly very, very and I'm I'm pro just that. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You know what I mean? Me too. Me like, too. There's just that. But he raw, doesn't. Ha he doesn't have any of that. Federal government experience, nope, right? None of it. And, you know, his website doesn't have any policy positions. Doesn't have any policy positions. I had to search for this. One of the things I was going to do was go to go to the policy pages of each one of these people. But then I realized I could go find this. This is a PBS article. I'll link it to in the show notes. But this is a PBS article and they list several of his policies. Yeah. You know, I would expect a lot of these people to have, I don't agree with Trump on immigration, right? Like, I think that that's an easy thing yeah. for these people to, to come across as. Right now, the press is picking out little stuff. They're picking out little things that um, that make them different from the other candidates, mm -hmm. and they're running with them. And I, uh, this week, somebody was uh, uh, exasperated with me because I had said that they only had one policy. I was being—I wasn't saying that literally, 
that they only had one policy, but I was saying that they're sort of pimping one policy right, right now yeah, to the showcasing people. They're one showcasing over the, one. Yeah. And the person uh, came and said they 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 were they were exasperated with me that I was so stupid that I didn't know that they had all these other policies. Well, I know they have all these other policies. Right. The media ch doesn't choose these policies. The media isn't choosing which policy to go. These people hire right marketers to market the best policy mm -hmm. for them to feed press releases out to the press. It isn't the other way around. It's yeah. them feeding <laughs> press releases out. Right. You're sending me exasperated letters like I'm an idiot. You don't even know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Buttigieg? You know, I want to hear what he has to say in conjunction with someone else. There was a negative thing that I heard about him that he was sort of buddying up to Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, and I really? was like, oh, that's a huge negative for me. Yeah, if he's going to go the new wave route, I, he's right out. Noise, he's yeah. right out. Yeah. And, you know, there's a couple other things, too. Like, we'll get to Elizabeth Warren later, but there was something she said about GMOs that really turned me off, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. don't do this. Don't, don't try to reach outside of your area of expertise right now. Yeah. You know? Don't try to be a foreign policy expert if you're not right now. It's okay to have somebody else who handles that stuff for you, you know? Be smart about what you're real smart about. My worry with Buttigieg is he's got the intelligence and he's got the ambition, but he doesn't have the experience or the specificity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a great analysis. And I think that's going to be really interesting to see where it goes from here. I know that he's gotten a lot of real interesting ground support early. Yeah. Um, and his name has gotten out there. So he's got really good PR people that are getting his name everywhere. He does not have a lot of support among the black and Hispanic community at all. Yeah. So that's that he's not playing well. Yeah, there. not playing well there. And he and I don't know that he's gonna have a lot of support um in the black community as an LGBTQ guy. Right. You know, Same we with know the Hispanic we community. know traditionally that the black community is not receptive. I know that they're not receptive to LGBTQ. So you're gonna run into some real problems. Mm -hmm. And I think this I think it would be a very difficult um candidacy. Yep. So if you're interested in hearing more about all the other 19 candidates, you can go visit us on patreon.com. There's gonna be a patron extra here for patrons. Um, and you can hear the rest of all of the 19 candidates there. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Laurel, Sebastian, Charlotte, John, Lana, Mateus, Mateus, there's a Z. Mateus. Mateus. Tony and James, thanks so much, very much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. We've got a message from Sterling, and Sterling let us know that on Audible, there is the full Mueller report is available in audiobook format for free, I guess. That's impressive, but can you imagine being the guy who had to read it? Yeah. Like, I got a great job for you. Oh, I get to narrate a book. That's awesome. It's my favorite. It's the Mueller report. Uh... But in any case, um, we will post a link to this. Sterling, thank you for sending it in. We got an image from Aaron, and it's a, it's a great throwback 50s movie poster that features a current administration, and it's very, very funny. So check it out. It's on this week's show notes. This is episode 469. This Tom, is crazy. Tom, we got a message about the Israeli elections from Michael. Yeah, this is nuts. Like, I guess in Israel, you can win an election and not become the prime minister. So the election is for seats in the parliament. And then after the election, the parliament votes for the prime minister. So I don't know how that works. So you can win a plurality in the parliament, but you can't if you can't secure a supporting majority in the parliament, you can win the election, but won't be the prime minister. I don't really understand that. I don't that. get it either. 
that's crazy. Your country is crazy. We got a message from Christine and uh, Christine was letting us know that you probably don't want to keep dentures in your pocket. Not only would you be, you know, first off, it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of money to have dentures, fitted dentures, but dentures are built. This is from the letter. This is from the email directly. Dentures are built with a polymer material that must remain wet at all times and dry. If it dries out, dentures will degrade and can snap very easily. And since this is part of degradation it includes pitting, on the surface of the denture, it creates a perfect place for bacteria to collect and grow. Dentures do not sound like a good place in your pocket. It sounds like no. you want to put them in a thing and then maybe in your pocket, but definitely not God, it was so weird. in your pocket. <laughs> we got a YouTube video. This is from Josh and he sent in a YouTube video. Oh, this fucking idiot who thinks his Bible's leaking oil. We're going to post it on this week's show notes. 469. Go check it out. I mean, it literally looks like somebody spilled canola on their Bible. Watch it just for the beard. Right. Oh yeah. Watch the beard just is for the beard. The beard's amazing. Uh, the beard is amazing. We got a message from Aaron again. He sent us Baby Shark as a death metal song. We're going to post this video on this week's show notes. Listen to as much or as little of it as you'd like. We I got like the site. Yeah, this is a great idea, Tom. We got a message from Marshall and Marshall says he pledge he plans to pledge $5, donate $5 to Planned Parenthood every time he sees an anti-choice protest out in front of his clinic. So far, he's donated $15 to Planned Parenthood, and he's challenging anybody out there, if you see a protest happening at a Planned Parenthood facility, go ahead and donate. Make a donation. Pick a dollar amount, donate, and then every time you see it, that's a reinforcement for you to remind you to donate to that organization, to help that organization out. And if you don't have any money, what you can also do is go up and get the name of any one of the protesters that's there, and then... Go get somebody pregnant, and when you abort it, name it after the person that was protesting. Just so you know, be like, "Here we go. I'm going to abort Mark. That's who I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to get you pregnant. I'm going to name it Mark, and then we're going to abort it before in honor of that protester. (laughs) And then when you meet that protester again, you'd be like, "I named my abortion after you. Definitely get your ultrasound first and show him. Show it to him. Show him the baby you you could have named after him. Yeah, I'd be like, I named my abortion after you, Mark. Show him the ob- show him the ultrasound and be like, do you see anything? Yeah, exactly, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We'll be back next week. Uh, but, bef- but before we leave, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. 
Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.